I remember seeing you there with the, with the, I got a, yo, when it comes to fashion, I got a keen memory. I got a very good memory. Oh, wait, I'm scared because my no. fashion back then. Nah, you got to get out you had a New York Yankee hat on, you had a white tee on, and I, I think you had shorts on, but I know, I remember very vividly, you had these white Air Forces low with the Puerto Rican flags just on the back, and I was like, oh, these joints are ill, yo. All right, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's your host with the most from coast to coast, Soul Frito, represented with flavor, back again. And today is a special day. It is January 10th, 2019. Three years ago today, I dropped my very first episode of Last of the Soul Heacons. At the time, was not even called a podcast. I didn't know what the hell it was. But, uh... I was looking today at pictures just to, you know, post on Instagram and just show the journey of what I've been through and damn, it just felt good to really look back and I did a lot, man. And the crazy part is I didn't even do a third of what I really wanted to do, you know, being a parent and life and schedules and whatever, you know. But um just looking back, it was crazy. I remember it was 2015, probably November, December. I was going through a really bad period in my life. I had just lost a job of nine years, just had another kid, just got married. And boy, when I tell you I was lost, I was lost. And for those who really know me, when when I'm a creative, I'm a genius, but I'm crazy and I do stupid shit, but I'm a genius, you know? And when I really want to do something, boy, I can make some magic happen. And... When I'm down, I'm down. But when I have a goal or I have a mission or I have something to strive for to create, I'm on point. And I remember, I want to say, yeah, uh, peace to Combat Jack, rest in peace. I remember just his transformation and just watching, you know, his venture with the Combat Jack show. I remember when Noriega was not even Drink Chance famous. I mean, he was going through his, you know transformation as well or his transition into you know being a media personality and I was just watching it and I was like man I could do that I love talking I'm funny I'm engaging you know I'm genuine and then I remember no malice who who again he was going through his transition and started his uh podcast re-envision podcast and I saw him doing it out of his home you know right in his couch bought a banner bought a microphone you know, he was, you know, he was doing things that I could do. And I remember uh, I had my barber, shout out Omar, a.k.a. Miami O. He was like, dude, invest in yourself, invest in yourself. And this was just pertaining to just life, you know, him, you know, those barbershop conversations. And uh, it finally clicked. And I went to Garage, uh, garage or what is that shit, uh, Guitar Center? Sorry, <laughs> I'm using Garage Band right now. I apologize. Went to Guitar Center, bought a blue microphone, Snowball. And just through trial and error, just, you know, I did it. So um, I just want to take some time out today just to, you know, reflect, man, just reflect. It's been uh, three years. I've, I haven't done anything this consistent ever, except being a parent. And I kind of have to be consistent with that. But uh, if you just allow me to take, you know, 10, 15 minutes out your day, because I'm long-winded. I know if you give me 10 minutes to talk, I'll take an hour. And I don't want to do that. I just want to you know, just uh, reflecting these three years, man, of my journalistic journey. And, you know, man, it's crazy. 
just to start out, I, you know, went to my man Mark Stone, Magic Bullet Skate Shop. You know, he he's somebody I've always admired and looked up to. He's an OG. He's older than me, and he really has sneaker knowledge. And I remember I used to bounce this idea off of him. And uh, Chadwick at the restock, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he was the first person I called. I was like, hey, man, you know, I'm tired of seeing all these sneaker documentaries and all these resellers getting all this fame and nobody's talking about the collectors like me and people who've really been on the grind, maybe not known, but they are known, you know, and I, and I think I want to do this. And I remember I went down to Fredericksburg, sat down with him, had one mic, we shared it, and we were just talking about stories and I listened to it recently, and oh my God, I was <laughs> I was terrible. But you know, you know, it was my first episode, man. And we just talked about the community and culture and just remembering what it was to be a sneakerhead and that camaraderie and you know, wanting to be different and him sharing stories of, you know, he's from the skate world, and you know, even though I'm from the hip hop world and and he's from the skate world, sneakers was just an integral part of both of our cultures and looking fly and being different and trying to be exclusive. And the fact that he owns a store and sells sneakers, you know, just to hear his perspective on, you know, the market nowadays, especially with the apps and, you know, all the, you know, the fucking resellers buying everything and all that stuff. But let me really bring it back to somebody I really need to give credit to when it comes to this journey of mine is uh, the homie Mike Black. AKA Stretch Armstrong, AKA Mike Black, Ghostface Killer. <laughs> now you see him, now you don't. Let me just say, he was one of the first people to really, really, truly make me understand that I have a reach. I, I remember um, I was handing out stickers, dropping off stickers in different places, and he saw it on Instagram and he was like, dude, you right there? Yo, meet me here. And when I met him, it was just genuine, and he was like, yo, I love what you're doing. And mind you, I wasn't doing videos, and that's that's another reason why I want to kind of take it back to just one-on-one conversations and just dope-ass pics, because it just felt more genuine to me, you know? You know, you just appreciate what we're saying and not necessarily what it looks like. But anyway, he just came to me. He's still down with me. He was like, you know, hey, we can do this and I can do this and let's do, you know, just tell me what you need and I got you. And that's something that I'm so grateful for. And, you know, when he went through what he went through yesterday, or excuse me, last year, I apologize. Um, you know, it, it, just on a personal level, the reach out, you know, that and love that we have for each other. You know, I just hope that he knows that I appreciate the living shit out of him. And he's definitely made this just so much better, man, for me. And he's really, really affected me and helped me to really achieve something I want to do. So I appreciate that, man. Much love to Mike Black. I'm just grateful for everybody who was a part of my journey, for all the, my guests in the beginning who allowed me to use them as guinea pigs and, you know, uh, shared their stories with me. Um, Empresa, who just dropped the new Escama. If I'm saying that wrong, I'm sorry. I don't even know what the hell that is. But uh, his Escama collection... Uh, go go support that. Um, Thomas the Great, Chadwick of the Restock, Los Del Fresco, you know, Dallas Penn, Uncle Sneaker, you know, thank you guys. Who else? Um, I feel like an asshole. You know, if I forget you, I'm sorry. I'm just going through a lot of emotions right now. I'm just very happy. Um, just sold out. Uh, 
who was in the beginning? Uh, Abby. Oh, Tony Thris, my second guest, who actually, excuse me, my third guest, who actually is the one who told me to call it a podcast. I remember I was like, man, I don't even want to call it a podcast. And he was like, nah, bro, you ahead of the curve, man. It's what it is. You know, this is going to be the future. And sure enough, he called it. You know, you know, it's the boom. But um, shout out to Loso Dub Fresco, you know, just having that EPMD, that Ghostface and Ray combination. And he, you know, allowed me to expand my vision and try to do more of like a TV production, more of a show. Peace to Illy, my man out on the West Coast now, who, in my opinion, encompassed exactly what I wanted my show to be. He brought the Bapes, the NERD Dunks. Uh, you know, he's always been who he is. You know, he's just the Asian cat who repped Nego and Bape and Ice Cream and Clips, Virginia, that whole that whole mood. And he's always been like that. Stuff. And I've known him for a long time. And um, he just killed it on that episode. Uh, peace to everybody. When we went to New York City, you know, I've always been a proud, you know, Puerto Rican, you know, always repping my culture and... That year that we went for the uh, weekend and just, you know, we got so much love. You know, I was on the, you know, on the list like, yo, I'm so frito. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on. You're, you're on the list. It's like, oh, hell yeah. You know, just that feeling of being able to travel and interviewing people. My homie Shaggy Vargas, Patina Tero, who I was so nervous because my Spanish is getting better, but it's still not even close to what I wanted to be. And he allowed me to say everything wrong and he just laughed and just... He just kept it moving, and we did our thing in Spanglish. You know, peace to uh, Kixie Jixie, kick it with Didi, laced up MD. You know, that was pretty interesting. Uh, I would like to have been a little bit better, but I'm I'm very glad that we got to showcase the ladies, the Boricuas on the set, the Butter Peak and Ricans. Uh, you know, uh, Jordan has Brooklyn for allowing us to do that. You know, that was my first time doing something like that, and it was dope. It was an experience that I'll never forget. And um, I really hope to have Kick, uh, Kick It With Didi one-on-one and talk about sneaker bullying, something that I still want to do. My man, TTK, who came through, we went outside and <laughs> did the interview on the sidewalk, got distracted by some asses. <laughs> but we got to talk about, you know, our journey together. You know, I've known him since I was 17 years old. I'm the d- dirty 30 now. So um, my man, uh, Party called Rosie Perez, you know, all the people involved with that. That whole network, the New Yorkian network, I love it. I love what you guys are doing. Um, thanks for, you know, that great party. You know, that's something I'll never forget. And I'll definitely never forget having to pay $20 to cross the Verrazano every damn time. <laughs> so, um, man, Sneaker Map, my homies in Richmond for uh, allowing me to be a part of the Brooks Heritage. You know, even though they're no longer with us, just to be able to rep a brand and, you know, showcase and do another live show. Um it's it's just been it's been crazy, man, and I really look forward to what's to come, 2019, documenting the culture, and just bring it back to those those interviews and just remembering why we were you know the the why we were, got into it in the first place, how it affects us now. Um, I'm just excited, man. Uh, who who else? Who else, man? Uncle John, peace to Unc Nasty, who's dropping crazy projects. That Van Ghost was incredible. And I, peace to, to peace to the God LP for putting that together. Appreciate it. And um, yeah, man, three years. I can't believe it. I really can't believe it. Peace to everybody who really, really, really supports me. Gabe, thank you for you know the the 
words of encouragement and advice that you gave me. And I really look forward to this next chapter and this next year in um, podcasting. I guess, you know, like I said, I'm still kind of iffy with that word. But just being a journalist and interviewing and following my dreams and just being that cool guy, man. And I really have to say peace to Ologist, my man J.D. Ologist, who invited me in his home and he was like, He's like, you know, we were talking about branding, and he was like, what, what do you do? And I'm like, I don't know what I do. And after a conversation, you know, he looked at me, he goes, you know what it is? You know why you don't know how to brand yourself? He's like, because you are the brand. It's just you. It's just you as a person, your spirit, your soul, your energy. So that really helped me out with understanding my purpose in this game. And if I forgot anybody, do not take it personally. I'm going through a lot in my head, <laughs> and I just posted a whole bunch of pictures, so forgive me. Um, right off the top that I'm thinking of, uh, Mong Lin, who let me interview her for her sneaker release in D.C. That was dope. Once again, thank you, Gabe. Uh, my man, Daryl Greer, a.k.a. Dirty Lenses, talented brother, and I really hope to God that you really, really, really get the respect you deserve. He allowed me to host his event, his first pop-up shop ever. Um... The Sneak Dis, of course, in Arizona, who, you know, I will say this. Greg treated me the way I want to be treated from now on. He did not allow me to pay for anything. He bought all my tacos, and I love tacos. He bought me a hat, took me to every sneaker store that he respected in his area, and we really, really, really made a classic, classic sneaker podcast episode. And then, like I said, anybody who I forgot, I am so sorry. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Um, anybody who bought one of the first uh, Porter Rock microphone t-shirts, thank you. And peace to my OG, Edgar Calhoun, who uh, designed my, my logos. So thank you. So once again, if I forgot anybody, much love. And I'm so grateful that you were part of my journey. So shout out to all my collectors, all my hype beasters, all my fly guys, all the old heads, the new heads, and everybody in between. I look forward to this year. And just looking back, it's been a journey. Thanks to my wife, man, for letting me do it because she could shut all that shit down. All my married men know what I'm talking about. So once again, it's your host with the most, Soul Frito, representing with flavor. Back at you. Last of the Soulhicans. Check out for new things coming. Uh, Dope Ass Dads, the DAD Dad Show coming soon. And I'm looking forward to, uh, in January, coming back hard. Pause. <laughs> all right, y'all. Peace. Can I can I keep it funky with you? Because you are a hundred keepers, so I'm gonna keep it a hundred. From 2015, 2014, and 2017 ish, after he passed, I feel like you were looking for yourself again, and the sound wasn't the same. Absolutely. And I love your video, All Eyes Off Me, because that was appropriate. Absolutely. With you walking out the street with the white joint, you was looking fly, and I loved it. But the sad part was on this on the flip side of the coin. Cats were not really peeping you. Crazy. Yo, you a real nigga. I'm gonna tell you why. 